Happy Thursday. How's it going, everybody? This is Deontay Burton, a.k.a. Mr. Short Dollar uh, himself. I want to welcome you to the Dollar Hour. Tonight we got a great show. Tonight we're going to be asking the question, how does the president affect your pockets? Mm. <laughs> how does the president affect your pockets? Uh, well, what's going on right now? People going crazy on both sides. You know, who won, who this, who won that. And everybody got a million different reasons. So I just want to ask the question, really, how does it affect your pockets? Um, before we get started, I want to say what's up to my office producer, DJ Lab and Slick 316. Thursday, Thursday, Thursday. We still don't know who the president is that's going to affect our pockets. Hey, <laughs> we don't know the president. <laughs> that damn Trump like this. <laughs> but then he said, if I don't win this time, I'm coming back in 2024. <laughs> shit, the mother Republican like, bullshit now. Oh, no. Oh no, <laughs> that's what they say. They, no, I, I can guarantee you, it's different when they got to deal with you. Right. When they ain't got to deal, trust me, they already got some Manchurian candidate or something. Like that. <laughs> no, they, no. They yeah. They, they got that, that bad taste. Oh in man. <laughs> they want to keep drinking toilet Shit, water. they remember them primaries. <laughs> Trump talking about their wives, their daddies, and <laughs> and they, man. Uh, it's not going through that again. I guarantee you. I, 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 no, absolutely not. Absolutely not. You watch what? The fiasco. Before the, we talking about the uh, election, uh, election night. I stayed up to uh, 2 in the morning. Really? 2 in the morning. Well, you talk. You was in here. Uh, you know, when he, or when he, his acceptance speech? Yeah. And everything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He hey, said, hey, I give him E for effort. He said, I won. Mm. <laughs> I wish I already could have parts. Yeah, I won. Tremendously. Yeah, I, <laughs> no, no, I want to make it a big number. Wh I mean, why would you do that? <laughs> why would you do that? Arrogant. Arrogant. I mean, that's just, I mean, damn, you know, so I know somebody on that team, somebody got to be like, hey, man, just just they chill. Are. Wait. And he's like, mm -hmm. you work for me. <laughs> I'm trusting. It's somebody who I always pull him by his coattail, but like, hey, don't say that. He's mm -hmm. like, I'm talking about it wasn't even near winning. Right. That's what I was getting at. It wasn't Still even, ain't near yeah, winning. but I'm talking about then it really even like we weren't even talking about it was probably like two twenty something then and everything from that point, you know, and everything. So I was just like, wow. Mm -hmm. You know, and everything. That, that that was that was amazing to me. But, you know, again, it's uh uh everything good to go? Okay, well, you know, one thing about it, you know, I just wanted to, you know, really have, you know, talk about what tonight's show in regards to that. Because a lot of folks have been, you know, they're on different ends of the spectrum in regards to who they want to be president. And everybody's like, it's going to be such a traumatic event and everything. So I just want to really uh, have an open conversation about that. As we rehashed the previous week, we're still in the middle of the pandemic. Number of cases are going up more and more. So, like I always say, practice stuff you learned in pre-K. Wash your hands, keep social distance, cover your mouth when you cough. And all that nice stuff and everything and stuff, you know. And probably won't stay away from the clubs in Atlanta. Because ain't nobody wearing a mask. They all bumping and grinding and sweating and coughing and sneezing. But they're having a good time and everything, you know. So, fellas, if, if, yeah, fellas, if you catch you a Corona boo, you know what I'm saying? She give you, she give you more than a good time that Saturday night. And that too, <laughs> you sweating, talking about shawty. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Sunday morning and Monday, you like, yeah, man. I was strapped. I was good and everything. Next thing you know, you got a hundred and twenty fever, 
and everything. No, she gave you something worse than the clap, boy. She gave you that corona and everything. So people. <laughs> I think people believe it. I just think it's just like anything else until something, you know, physically affect you, you know, something you a family member, something like that, you don't really hit us home. Even you, because I think pretty much everybody knows somebody. If you haven't got it already, they, they, they has it. Yeah, but still, until it happens to you, I don't think really people going to really be taking, you know, taking it serious and stuff, unfortunately and stuff. But yeah, but I just want everybody to just be careful out there and everything. So just, just be careful because the election has kind of went over. That right now, in regards to the um, uh, the pandemic, but please, please, just you know, err on the side of the caution. Um, I want to let everybody know the tax. We've been still doing the tax webinars and everything. The course will be out next week. Also, uh, I'll be hiring for tax preparers starting next week and everything mm. nationwide and stuff. So I have all the information coming out. Uh, no early in the Wednesday and everything, but we'll be putting that out. So I will be hiring for Majestic Business Services. Uh, tax preparers, I put in the qualification that you need to be a tax preparer. So we'll be hollering. We're hiring uh, nationwide. Is um, adding one of them? Add. Adding. Adding. Knowing the, being able to add. Not really, because most folks can't add anyway, <laughs> you know, because they let the, compu the computer add. The computer add. <laughs> hey, Auntie. My Auntie checking out live. Cynthia Burton. Hey, Auntie. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> She's tuning in and everything. Thanks for tuning in, baby. Um no, 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 you know, adding a, a prerequisite uh -huh. in there thing. <laughs> no, 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 exactly, exactly. Not really, because you know, at the end, of the day, I want to know you, uh, one person that can do data entry, okay, and uh, everything from there, but computer ads, okay, okay and everything okay, like okay. that. So, as long as you can actually be able to read, you know, reading is <laughs> reading, okay, no, reading is a prerequisite, yeah, exactly. <laughs> They got past some, you know, criminal background checks and stuff right, like that, but you right. know, with that. But um, um, uh, I think we're gonna have a, a real successful tax season. But again, we'll start hiring next week, start training in a couple weeks and everything like that. Again, we'll be looking nationwide for tax preparers and, and everything, looking over a couple more offices and everything, you know, around the bubble. So I'm super excited about that. That's what's up. Uh, the, the the course, how, if you want to start your own tax business, that'll be out uh, next week also. Mm. So be on the lookout for that. You know, I got a. Uh, a super product coming out at the beginning of next year in regards to uh, business owners already currently in business and stuff. So I'll let more information come out there in the beginning of December once we, you know, get that the foundation for that laid out a little bit more. But uh, I'm super excited, super excited about everything that's uh, that we're doing now and I'm able to come. You know, the the, the YouTube channel's changed live and uh, Mr. Short Dollar been growing and everything. And another thing I do want to add: if you have not joined the email list, make sure you join the email list. Um, as always, just go to the website, hit on that, so you can stay updated with all the uh, different events and products and stuff we have going on and stuff. But make sure you subscribe to Mr. Short Dollar, and uh, uh, on our uh, Facebook and YouTube, just put in Mr. Short Dollar. You should see my big head pop up and everything. We're also streaming live on uh, I'm not streaming live, but we're also on uh, TikTok under Mr. Short Dollar. Also, uh, you follow me at Majestic B is one, Majestic B is one on uh, 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 on Instagram. So we got a lot of ways to get in contact with your boy, okay? And again, tonight's show, we're talking about how does the president affect your pockets, okay? Mm -hmm. How does the president affect your pockets? Now, here's the deal, Lab. Okay. What I was sitting there saying to myself, you know, a lot of times, people going ballistic right now. Well, we can't get Trump in, we can't get Biden in and everything. And I just remember, go back uh, probably eight years, probably a little longer than that, you know, even with Trump, four right. years with Trump. You know, people are like, well, if Trump win, I'm leaving the country. 
something country. And, you know, people are like, well, you know, we do this. It's going to be a madhouse and everything. And hell, I was talking about it. I did a live feed yesterday. And people just forget, you know, again, um, the Bush years. Mm -hmm. The Bush years, which I think was shit. <laughs> right as close to the damn Great Depression as it could be, right? As we could damn get. Right. If you can make it through that MF, yeah, that's what I'm saying. If you can make it through that MF, you can make it through anything. Mm -hmm. And I say that to say that we put people put so much weight into, hey, the presidency and everything. I think really a lot of times, you know, we talk about this a lot. I don't think people really understand what the president does. You know, it's like, you know, his straight duties. You forgot, you know, you know, those, you know, when when you go over there, um, the 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 legislative, the executive, and the judicial branch in high school and stuff. People mm -hmm. forget the whole breakdown and the powers and stuff that they all have. And you know when the guys go on their campaigns and they're like, "Hey, we're gonna do this, we're gonna do that." Just like people say, "Well, Barack they're doing that for black folks." Well, again, they make they can make programs, mm -hmm. but again, some of this stuff still go to your congressman or some of this stuff like they don't do that. <laughs> you know, so Trump did this and Trump did that, and you know, again, he put stuff out there. Right. See, gotta go to Congress. Some stuff can be, you know, but it's not like that. Right. And everything. Because again, you know, some of those people that was in them trailer parks that were hurting, uh, that were pushing for Trump, they're still in those trailer parks hurting. hurting. <laughs> you know, now they might got twelve hundred dollars this year right, and right. everything like that. But the past four years, they ain't had a damn thing. They still uh, in the same uh, position. Scams going on. Mm. <laughs> Absolutely, but I, you know, I, you know, I say this to say that I just think people don't understand. And I think a lot of guys with them presidents too when they run these campaigns. Mm -hmm. Like, what did you expect them to do? Like, that's not what they do. That's not that doesn't fall into the actual duties of the president. That might fall into the duties of your your congressman, mm -hmm. your 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 city councilman, your governor. Everybody has different duties and, and powers that they can do, and some things just the president just doesn't do. Right. I think that what Donald Trump does is a fantastic job to take credit for every damn thing that goes <laughs> on in the world. You know what I'm saying? And I just think that all people, good stuff, all yeah. good stuff, though. All good stuff. And you know, you know, uh, 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 again, majority of the people in this world they don't read, they don't try to, you know, if it's not on YouTube or Google and stuff like that for them to try to get further insight, but understanding that what they read most of the time, what they hear. Most of the time, it's somebody's opinion. It's a soundbite. Yeah, exactly. Instead of factual information, mm -hmm. people really don't know that it's probably just some BS that you're hearing. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and, and you know, what, what, what stuck with me was with the past two or three months, just them looking at the black community, we've had so many musicians and rappers come out with political stuff that I haven't heard a damn thing from in the past four years. Right. And it's, it, it's scary because I, I just don't think that. A lot of guys, a lot of people really look at how much blind influence them guys got. Right. You know, again, it's the, you know, you sit down, Lil, Lil Wayne took the picture with Trump. This looks just like a little damn mascot. <laughs> <laughs> look at this motherfucker. Yeah. Look like a goddamn a right. damn mascot just sitting right. there with Trump taking his picture. And uh, uh, what was that? Uh, the election day. Mm -hmm. He pulls out Little Pump. And when he called Little Pump to the stage, he said, Where's Little Pimp? <laughs> Got a little pimp. <laughs> he might as well just bend over and let him stick it with his sword. What's your sword? God, dog. Come on, man. How far can you go just for money? Just for this, that, and that? Come on now. Well, see, now, see, with the celebrities and Lil Wayne and Lil Pump, 
the president is going to affect their pockets because now their records not going to sell. They're not going to get concerts. People not going to want to stream their music anymore. Nigga, what's that? The effect what? is going to be real evident. Yeah. What, 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 Especially with somebody like Lil Pump who don't have the same kind of money and influence that Wayne had. Well, even with that said, the reason, just so they go, just so you go back into the reason why they potentially are doing this. You're looking at, okay, these guys looking at, okay, I'm, in the, I'm making this kind of money. I'm making six figures. I'm paying too much in taxes and stuff like that. S.O. Go get you a good accountant, get you a good uh, uh, mm-hmm. a financial planner, and they can reduce your tax liability. Mm-hmm. But you're still a black man. Right. You're still a black man. And you're not always going to look good with your shirt off and them gold chains on. Bam. You know, you're going to get breasts, you're going to get a big belly, and you're <laughs> going to have to have some kind of sense. You know, you're going to have to do the reunion tour and all that other kind uh-huh. of stuff, like a lot of them other rappers. Right. And you're going to be affected by some of the things that you forgot you did. You can't. And when you got a lot of people that support you that are nowhere near in that financial thing, like financial situation, like you are now, it ain't cool. Yeah. It ain't cool. And with the internet, it's always there. It's never going to go away. Come on now. Come on now. I just felt, you know, like I told you before, even the stuff that Ice Cube was talking about with uh, with uh, with, uh, with uh, Trump, the issue I have with it is not the conversation. It's when you have the conversation. Right. The thing of it is, is when you sit there and say, well, look, you know, that's the kind of conversation when you have five or six, you know, uh, candidates. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. And, right. We, and then you can sit here and leverage it out. Mm-hmm. But when we get down to two, it's, it's Trump or nothing. Because oh, yeah. at the end of the day, when you got one person, you can count, you know, you know even when you just putting it to Biden, you know, like, look, man, you want him to sit here and tell you something. You could ask that before. Then we have five people. You can scrutinize right. it or whatever. Now, what you, you, when you get down to two people, it's go mode. Mm-hmm. It's not about stopping and trying to play this out and everything like that. Trump tell you what you want to hear, you're going to take it. Right. Okay, well, they didn't, uh, Biden didn't want to talk to us. Why ain't you talking to Biden back in February? Mm-hmm. Like, right now, we in go mode. That's and it. a lot of times, people don't want to look, well, you know, these guys here, and they'll bring up the crime bill and stuff like that. And at the end of the day, if you think that every politician is going to be, you know, you, Gonna have a ton of vision. If you got uh, a middle age or a professional white man, you think he's gonna be able to see it through the same lens as a black man from the hood, or hell, a middle class black man, mm-hmm. or just say even you know a, a, a rich black man? You got your damn mind, right? Everybody, and you know what? You can't see the world through his eyes either. That's true. So don't have unrealistic expectations. And we sit here, we don't want to be accountable for. And this for another show, probably on changing lives. We start talking about the crime bill. I don't want nobody to go down the road or do anything myself, but let's be real. Right. I mean, those crime bill didn't put me in a prison. Them selling dope put them in prison. <laughs> I mean, let's be real. Right. Because we start talking about them 90s when everybody was getting robbed and everybody getting killed. Hell, a lot of times police, when they were coming there busting stuff up, they really were doing that stuff because the neighborhoods were getting overran. Mm-hmm. Everybody, mom and dad was yeah, on dope. I mean, most of us in our age bracket have been affected by somebody who was on. Drugs, sold drugs, or something like that. If you, if you fifty, if you if fifty five to maybe thirty five, you definitely was affected in regard to your parents, your parents or somebody was on drugs, or you or somebody else was arrested selling drugs. Mm-hmm. That wiped out two generations, mm-hmm. but we never talk about it because it's so painful. The flip side of it is that we start, you know, fussing about hey these guys got locked up and there's some. You know, crazy sentences and stuff like that. You know, I, I agree with it. But at the end of the day, he had to sell dope. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He had to do this, that, and that. I'm just saying there are things that were done, like, you know, vicious stuff. Mm-hmm. 
You know, now again, the only thing I do go on BET, you know, they start having documentaries about these dope boys and stuff. Like, it's cool. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. And these dudes were vicious. Right. Vicious. Right. And again, so, I, uh, again, I don't want to spend so much time talking about that. But let's be real. Sometimes, you know, and that's what happened a lot of times. We want to be accountable. Like, did the crime bill put them in prison or them selling dope put them in right. prison? Because, uh, again, I don't think, I mean, you know, when Nino and we were getting our turkeys and stuff out there at the car and stuff like that, mm-hmm. you know, again, you know, it. it that was cool, but at the end of the day, we remember how the car to look. And that's how most black neighborhoods look back then, too. Right. Tore up and desolate and everything like that. And now they mold, they done mold you out. And now they don't sit here and now they selling for the same houses that you were using as a trap house mm-hmm. for three, $400,000. Right. But you're trying to make it a trap house, right. and now they're making a condo. So condo. I'm just saying, that's a whole nother conversation. a whole block of $50,000, and you can't live Exactly. <laughs> so that's another conversation, but a lot of times, you know, if... You know, people don't necessarily want to get into those and stuff like that. But, again, that's one of the things I kind of, uh, 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 I, I usually have a little issues with when people want to talk about, hey, well, we can't do this with Biden and this. Everybody ain't going to, you're not going to have a candidate that's, you're going to agree 100, yeah, or, or, well, you're going to agree 100% with what they right, do. Right, right. And everything. So you got to just check your plus and minuses and everything like that. But, again, this is, this is something right here, man, because, again, this. I mean, you got to think about it. What if, what if. When you went to the polls, they pulled up your pass and be like, mm, "You got this on your record. You can't, you can't vote. <laughs> you well, know, you you did this back in '82. Mm, you might, you can't. You know what I'm saying? Just what, little shit like that. Voting, getting a job, just anything pass, like right? that. You know, yeah. any, anything that you can be held on. You know, you know that you probably ain't proud of and stuff and everything. But I just, you know, again, I think too much weight is put into the impact of what the presidential has on you, right? And everything like that. You know, uh, so I just. That's why I want to have a conversation tonight because people are just going so ballistic. I do think it's everybody's civic duty, especially if you're black, to to go vote for the simple fact that so many people made, uh, this is a personal opinion, but I really feel it's the truth, so many people made sacrifices for you to have that right to do that didn't have to do it. And I always right. kind of look back at those people from that era uh, to be risking jobs and their lives and family lives just for themselves and other people. Mm-hmm. I may take a lot of courage, and I can't sit here and say that I have never been in a situation where I had to have draw that kind of courage right? Uh, before. I hope I would have, have that in me and stuff like that. But you see them folks making them kind of sacrifice. We can look back and say, that's crazy. Right. You can do it. But that, that took a lot of courage. I mean, you think about it. Back then, they literally was letting the Klan come in the police department and snatch you out and hang you. I mean, yeah. so you had to deal with that. But um, I was going to say something. I lost my train of thought. Dang it. It'll okay. come back to go, you. Go ahead. It'll come back to you, you know. What's up, Craig? Chris, see my hoodie on BMU for life, baby. <laughs> yes, sir. But you know that was a. It's just one of them things, you know. I, you know, I kind of look at it because people just so much, are, are stuck on that, and I just want to have just a conversation to figure out what, uh, uh, what do people really feel that the impact that the president has and stuff? Because again, I hear so much when you hear people say, "Well, Barack didn't do this," and Barack, and, you know, President Obama did a lot, but again, President Obama still got a Congress. Mm-hmm. He got a Congress, got to go through. Well, I don't think. HBCUs, you know. Yeah. See, Trump was a good player. See, Trump, see, uh, people were saying that oh, Barack didn't give that, that as a reason to vote for Trump. Well, Barack didn't give HBCUs no money. Yeah, he did. He gave it to him over a certain amount of time. The money that uh, Trump gave them 
was just the money that Barack, it was just their time to get it. They spread out over a few, so the 200 something million that Trump gave was already given to them. It was just their time to get it. So he Trump's, he brought all it in front of the camera like he was doing it, but it was already given to him. Well, let's be realistic. <laughs> HBCU alumni, uh, HBCU alumni, only only 11% of them give back to their schools. Right. So let's take out Morehouse, let's take out Howard, Spelman, the upper echelon. Right. But 11% of HBCU alumni donate back to their schools. Right. So the problem is not the damn government. Right. It's a problem of them taking alum- back to their schools. Alumni, yeah. And people don't want to admit that. Yeah. I bet you, I, I guarantee you, if you do a poll of your HBCU friends, whatever, hey man, how, how much you be donating? How much you give back in your dues? Come man, on now. There you go. That you know that? Well, well, no, I I'm go just to saying. HBCU, but if I if I did, I probably would try to get some. I didn't go to HBCU, but yeah, no, I got a few friends that went to HBCU. It's 11. percent I'm telling you. Yeah, it's all, and that's I the thing go, about it. It's zero percent. A few people I know because they don't never talk about what I got to give. <laughs> well, well, but they give that damn sorority though. That's well, that fraternity. Well, 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 well you do that because you got. Well, you, you do that because you got to still go to your meetings. I'm just saying, as far as you can get back to your schools. And everything, you're waiting for somebody to do something that you can do for yourself. And that's the issue. Did the government get this? The government get that? You know what I'm saying? I think a lot of times people don't want to look at that. You know, that's why, you know, we can sit here and say, well, some of the schools have mismanagement and all that kind of stuff. I get it. I understand. But it is what it is when you still look at the end result. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, where in the hell with alumni came out of Morris Brown, they should be struggling. That's true. I mean, you look at, and you look at, hell, the state of Georgia, Fort Valley State. Albany State, uh, Savannah State. Hey, them my, well, I remember when I was younger, they weren't state schools. Right. State came in for a reason. Right. So I'm just saying, you know, we we can complain about what the government didn't do, but at the end of the day, did we take care of ours? Mm-hmm. You know, again, you can look at them, that you know, all that big endowment, the Morehouse, Howard, Hampton, that's not the norm. Right. That's not the norm. Right. But the vast majority of them, you sitting there like, man, come on, man. They damn near selling plates on Sunday. And you sit there like, man, come on now. Right. Come on. And, you, and you're preaching that stuff. You don't have to go to these folks and ask for money. Right. And the flip side of it is what? Once you get in their pocket, mm-hmm. you got to do, do what, what they, they say. say. Yeah. And, and, you know. And that's it. Exactly. Exactly. So you got to sit here and, and, and understand that uh, uh, you got uh, to take that consideration. Hey y'all, Monty. Oh, uh, uh, Cynthia. She said, "Hey, back to everybody hey, and everything." Hey. She said, "Tell the voice." I said, "Hello." <laughs> <laughs> Again, this is uh the dollar hour hosted by yours truly, Deontay Bird, Mr. Short Dollar himself. You know, Mr. Short Dollar, we talk about personal finance, entrepreneurship, uh, business, and real estate investing. Um, I appreciate everybody tuning in, and you can follow Mr. Short Dollar on YouTube, Facebook under the same name, Mr. Short Dollar. Same thing, Mr. Short Dollar under uh, TikTok and Majestic Majestic Biz one on IG and Majestic Biz on Twitter mm-hmm. and everything. As always, you know, we try to go back and put the links and everything on the videos. What I'm gonna do is Google Mr. Short Dollar. You'll see this humongous pretty head of mine pop up. <laughs> Booyah! Subscribe. Booyah. And tonight's show, we're talking about how does the president affect your pockets. We have an open discussion in regards to regards who's in the office and stuff. How do you personally feel it affects your pocket? Because People go rampant, but when you start asking questions like this, you get a blah, 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 you know, they can't even tell you why, right. you know, again. So I just want to kind of go, you know, just ask a couple things in regards to like, you know, just what I was saying is that when you aspire to do certain things, is he, is he just stopping you from doing this kind of stuff mm-hmm. and everything? Because 
it just seems to me that we can throw about it reading. Like, the people, they don't pay taxes or they don't have to do this. But people come here and do anything they damn want. And they seen the people here don't take advantage exactly. of certain things. Right. And a person will sit here and say, well, they ain't got to do this, they ain't got to do that, like they really even tried. Right. How the hell you know you ain't tried? Yeah. A person ain't never tried a damn thing to see here and tell you all the reason why another person got it easy. <laughs> Come on, man. Well. Come on, man. Well, they ain't had to do this, they ain't had to do that. You're right, they didn't. Right. But you also got some stuff that you can do. Now, again... You might got to read this. You might got to wait a month or two, do this, that, and that. And that's where everything just fall apart. Uh-huh. Nobody want to wait. Nobody want to go through no quote-unquote BS. Right. That's a deal. And what I just want to put that, you know, get people thinking about, how have you really even taken the opportunity to try to take care of some things you can do? Because, mm-hmm. you know, we sit here looking at just say, when you're looking at the president, does he really, from an economic standpoint, we look at, okay, he'll meet with different uh, world leaders and everything, get different policies set in place. And people looking at, hey, man, the economy is great. Everybody's hiring and stuff like that and everything. Some things happen. Some cyclical stuff happens right, and stuff like right. that. Things that were done seven years ago to your point, what you said with Barack and HBCUs, that, you know, economic people that really understand economics is that an actual item that happens now, the ripple effect, you don't see the residual of it maybe four or five years from now, sometimes mm-hmm. 10, depending on how it goes. And sometimes... A president, while they're in office in that four years, they may be able to see the effect of it. But most of the time, you don't see the effect of it till years later. Right. And, you know, whoever's in office, they can just take credit for it. You know, Trump ain't missing. Now he can take credit for it. Right. I think Trump's a very brilliant businessman. I think he has made some good decisions, even with restructuring NAFTA uh, and everything. I think some of, the, some of the things that were done with China and everything probably could have been done differently. When I say that, I'm talking about how some of the deals were restructured and everything. He hasn't used the most diplomatic approach with a lot of stuff, but I will say that uh, uh, a lot of his intentions probably he had the, the American people in mind, but I don't necessarily. I think he also had his pockets in mind too. Oh, he always have his pockets um, in mind. But but you know, to that point, people still have been able to do certain things. Mm-hmm. The thing where we all got to look at, you know, we start thinking about did it affect me personally or did it affect my business? Well, what people don't understand, innovation and technology. How impactful it is on you know on everything, and a lot of times people will look at it and say, "Well, you know, we lost these jobs." You look at people in the Midwest when you have these factory jobs, and say the jobs went to Mexico and stuff like that. Well, again, if I can turn around and get the same thing done for pennies on the dollar, why would I still do it here? Right. But when we lost all those manufacturing plants in the Midwest, what happened? We and we developed an actual transportation hub that whole eastern seaboard, the mm-hmm. Gulf State, and the West Coast. Well, all the jobs went down. Now, you got to ask yourself a question. Just like when our parents back in the 30s, 40s, uh, 30s, 40s, and 50s migrated from Alabama, Louisiana, went to Chicago and New mm-hmm. York. Hey, you better take move over there to the, uh, New York, I mean, Florida, uh, Georgia, South Carolina. Right. Go down to Houston. I mean, look, go down to the ports. Mm-hmm. That's what happened. That's why people went there, right? Because right. the jobs were up there. And that's how things change. Again, you have to be willing to pivot with everything. Things aren't going to be the same. Things that you thought was, you know, the norm now is changing. Mm-hmm. People, and when you don't embrace technology, you don't embrace change, it's all going to come back and bite you in the butt. Mm. You know, and, and and when you don't look at that, they ain't got a damn thing to do who president or not. I mean, I, I be straight up with you, shit, I'm going to make money regardless of around here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? My job, yeah, my my job is to find out how I'm going to make some money. Right. You know what I'm saying? That that ain't going to stop nothing. Right. 
that ain't gonna stop now, you know. And, you know, but I think if when you put yourself in a situation where you're gonna be constantly reactionary and waiting for somebody to give you something, I mean, you gotta take the the results of that. Mm-hmm. You know, that ain't tripping on nobody, or anything like that. But you just gotta be realistic with it. Right. Everybody's not meant to be a Deontay Burton. Everybody ain't meant to be an entrepreneur and anything like that. And I'm not saying that. But everybody ain't meant to be there sitting there begging for nobody to get ass no damn job either. That's true. And thank you, Jesus, that, hey, the job thing came through. Jesus didn't do that. <laughs> Jesus didn't do that. <laughs> Ted, who read your application, did that. Right. <laughs> Jesus gave you help. You know, okay, I know I know my religious folk. Oh, no. The power. The power of prayer, this, that, and that. Man, come on, because that... The person you praying to get you that job, they can give a damn less. They they'll fire they'll fire you a week later after they hire you. Right. If the numbers ain't right. right. They could give a damn. That's true. And everything. And what I say this to say that I am a firm believer is that everybody has to put as many tools in the toolkit as possible. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, if you're just a person you can't do nothing but press a button, turn a key and stuff like that, that is extremely dangerous. You need to learn how to paint. You need to know how to do, you know, Cut hair, do hair, cut grass, this, that, and that. Right. And the more you can do it, the more you can sit here and level off because things will happen. Mm-hmm. Your job may fire. Your job may move. Things may change. They may get rid of your position and stuff. It ain't it ain't good. We can say it ain't felt, but it is what it is. Right. Why wait to it change? Look how many people went down. I mean, you think about the Titanic. Look how many people went down with the damn boat. <laughs> I've been out there. Who's <laughs> <laughs> man? Ain't no way in the hell. This round is gone. I'm gonna push Leonardo DiCaprio off that little piece mm. of board. <laughs> he better know how to fight. Come on. Let me get that board up after Leonardo. Leonardo. If you girl. if you know it's coming, you gonna wait on it. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> well, we gonna hope they ain't gonna do this stuff. We gonna pray to it. Oh, hell no. Because we don't want the boat to slip us down. Right, right, what's right. Go, what's going on, Sinclair? Tavon? Uh, Ron's trying to hit. You guys, you know, again, you know we're streaming on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, uh, and everything. So if, if I'm not immediately... Res- and... The Roku station. Oh, the Roku station. So again, you can take Misfits, Misfits Radio, Misfits Media on our on our Roku station. You can also just check my show anytime live that's on, on, on there. And well, right. not live, just see the recording on there and stuff. Right, right. You got so, show it to you when we get so many ways to see <laughs> you, boy. You have no damn excuses. Yeah. yeah, I hear people all the time. Hey, man, you check out the show. Oh, man, I'll be busy. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Come on now. Right. Come on now. Your husband got on your nerves. Your wife just won't be quiet. Man, get in the corner. Go check out Mr. Short Dollar Change of Life. Yeah. Probably three or 400 videos. Listen, if you look at me talk, like I said, <laughs> make your day. Make your day. Right. Everything. And you'll learn how to get a new business, a new account, and learn how to make a budget and all kind of stuff and everything. Yeah. And stuff. So, again, you know, tonight's show, we're talking about how does the president affect your pockets? We're just having an open discussion in regards to, um, regardless of who the president or regardless of what's going on in the economy and the world, how does this really affect you and stuff? Is this something that's in your mind? Mm-hmm. Something that you've made up, something that you've, you know, probably, you know, indoctrinated just through growing up. Your family's saying, well, we got to get this person in and out and everything. I'm not saying that I'm a huge Trump fan, but I am saying that if he wins or loses, it's going to be the end of the world. We just got to adapt and overcome. How many of them we done been through? Oh, uh, that's why I said. You made through them Bush years. <laughs> God, dog. Right? That thing, man, hey, look here, man. Well, I remember when Obama uh, got elected. 
Ubon beat the first time. Was that uh? Was, it, was that uh? Uh, yeah, the first one he, he beat uh Romney. Yeah, yeah. The second one he beat uh, uh he beat McCain. Yeah, right. the first one he beat Romney. Um, uh, that was a time where I think they were shocked that he won, but damn happy, Bush was walking out. <laughs> Cause you remember, man, I'm early two thousand. You just, I mean, you could get fired. You can be on full industrial, get fired. Three or four times that day and get high yeah, three right, or four yeah, times. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we remember them day, the yeah. dot com days. <laughs> oh my God. They were hiring you and know? firing out every day all yeah, day. Yeah, you a millionaire. You got finger.com, ear.com. <laughs> Shit. Oh my God, man. It was booming, man. Right, right. End of them Clinton. Yeah, I mean, you just, all the end of Clinton years, it was just full of optimism and everything. Everybody making money. Millions of dollars. Man, shoot. Bush came in. They got air. All the manual jobs went away. <laughs> Tech market crash. All the bank got all the Mortgage market crash. <laughs> shit. <laughs> Boy, ain't number beanie weenies and sardines for dinner. <laughs> but see, that's a, that's a story for you, see. Uh-huh. In them years, I still, I, I, I still, I was an office person. Uh-huh. But I do also knew how to do manual stuff too. So there you go. I went, even though all the properties was being sold, uh-huh. and I still knew how to do other stuff. So I adjusted. Mm. So I didn't eat many wings. Yeah. <laughs> I pivoted. But, but, but. I pivoted to I, I pivoted from property master to maintenance supervisor. That means I take care of all the people who got to maintenance the property. We still got properties. Well, see, here, here, <laughs> here's the deal. But going back to that whole point where you know we're talking about how the president affects anything. Just think about it like this, and you just say we start looking. You say you want to start a business, regardless if you want to start a business, regardless of the president or was at that particular time, you still can. Mm-hmm. It's still America, mm-hmm. and whatever the hell if you think that shit between your damn ears, you can do it. Now again, from the idea in your head for you starting, you maintaining it, a lot of that stuff can vary and depend on your knowledge, your experience, the industry, where you are. You know, if you're in the market to uh, sustain it. But pretty much in this damn country, if you want to do something, you can damn do it. I mean, it's a reason why people. Still breaking the neck to get up in here. Mm-hmm. I just think that we put too much weight on things that we don't need to be putting weight on. Now, I ain't saying we don't need to be focused on, you know, as far as the presidency. Right. But I am saying this is not going to be end all, all be-all or whatever. People are like, well, we can't do this, we can't do that. Ah, shit, the hell you can't See, and everything. Really affect our everyday like they think it is. Well, and also, w- w- once you and once it, it happens, now it's your time to what? Let me figure out what I got to do with this person. Mm-hmm. You know, when you start going through a... Um, um, uh, I remember the governor's race with um, Nathan Deal took over. Nathan Deal took out the son, son of Purdue, right? Yeah. Okay, and then when and with son of Purdue, he really he had some business, some some things he did for small businesses and everything like that. Cause I God, I can't remember who gave Nathan Deal a, a, a God. I'm sorry, I can't remember who gave him a tight race. Um, that that, that election. But again, and I apologize for that. But I just remember when he came in, he had all these programs mm-hmm. for small businesses, and Son of Purdue did too. Right. I can be on some ignorant stuff, be like, "Well, look, he's pro business and stuff like that." Because I'm talking about, I got all kind of uh, things I was in from, from contracting through the government and all this kind of stuff that came in, and you know, me being proactive, wow, that was cool. I ain't forgot I'm black. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I, I I say this to say that a lot of times. People don't understand. No matter what happens to you in life, you got to learn how to navigate and adjust to it. Mm-hmm. It ain't all gonna be the way you want it to be. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I don't know that you know military part on me, you know, and everything. But 
you just gotta adjust and you know and, and be able to and be able to move. Right. Life just don't happen like that. So regardless who gets elected, like look, man, now it's time you to figure out what you gotta do now. Right. How you, you gotta know, maneuver around whatever's gonna happen. Exactly. Exactly. Cause and it, even if if even if it even if it doesn't affect you, I mean, it may not even affect you your every day. It's not gonna. I don't think it affects our every day. We gotta think about those, like you said, those local jokers that affect our every day. He don't affect our every day. Well, you know. Well, mm-hmm. it well, well absolutely. Now you again, you just, just say we sit here and say Trump come out and I'm gonna drop a bomb on China and everything that, like that. that. Yeah, and, <laughs> okay, and stuff like yeah, that and yeah, everything. That, 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 you know, now you put it that way. And, and, and those kind of things, yeah, it can and everything. But again, you don't really know how radical a person is and get in. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why I say you sometimes you gotta take the good with the bad. Mm-hmm. Um, has he done some stuff? I think that been pretty decent. Yeah, have he done some stuff? I think pretty. You know. Crazy, absolutely, mm-hmm. and everything. But I, I, you know, it, it really depends on who you talk to. Look how many guys that have come out and said, "Thank you, President Trump. You got me out of prison early." I seen all them guys on the campaign trail. Now, again, in the grand scheme of things, does that benefit the average person as much? Right. Absolutely not. But that person, his family, mean a lot. Said it because Trump gave him a pardon. Mm-hmm. You know, um, we turn around, and have folks to sit here. You know, I, I remember when, when we was. Uh, what at ninety six, when um, um uh, that's me and everything. So anyway, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but okay, cool, cool, thanks. But uh, I remember was that uh the fall of ninety six, mm-hmm. fall of ninety six, no ninety five, and um. We sitting there, my mom, Clinton had just got on the uh, the uh, thing, talking about we're not going to go to Bosnia, we're not going to send any more troops and everything. And, uh, you know, my mom called me and said, yeah, baby, president just said, you know, we ain't send nobody to Bosnia and nothing like that. I said, well, hell, my mom had a red head now. <laughs> <laughs> like, where did he say that? No, I'm, I'm, I'm headed to Budapest. <laughs> Well, we didn't get shit. that memo. Hey, <laughs> shit. We, we loading the train right now. And, <laughs> and, and you you have to have a kind of, I think we did gain a lot with Trump being a person that's kind of thoughtful thoughtful in regards to the world of the business, the economic stuff, but definitely lost a lot from my whole point of diplomacy and everything and stuff. So you just kind of, kind of look at your interests and everything. I, th- I think the average person, is not well read and trying to find out just basic stuff how it was going on. Right. And they go with feel mm-hmm. and everything. And you, it, it's crazy. And lead with emotions. Yeah. And then you know how most black folks are just trying to find their favorite white guy. <laughs> right. Well, that white guy versus this white guy. <laughs> but then that white guy, this white right, guy. Right, right. So and everything. Well, white folks do it too. They try to find right. the best black guy. Right, well, you know, right. you know, his wife is white, you know, and everything. We did go. He did go to Georgia and everything. Right. They, they, they go through this. Everybody does the same little process of elimination. Right, right. When it's something you're not comfortable with, or f- more so I'm not familiar with, but at the end of the day, you got to kind of start looking at your interests. Now, a lot of times, people really don't have no damn interest mm, to sit here and try to uh, uh, to go through and, you know, and, and have any, you know, elimination, but it just sticks with, you know, hey, I think they're racist. I think this, that, and that. Man, I think, you know, I have to be naive. Have all of them probably that way. That's what I was saying. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, they all 90. They all you know? 100. I mean, well, well, you got to figure out at the end of the day, you know, you know, you just know this and all. 
me being a businessman, I don't like always equating everything with business. But on the flip side of it is, at the end of the deal, the deal. Mm-hmm. You ain't always going to get along with everybody you're doing business with. Right. But at the end of the day, the deal, the deal. And, I, and that's one thing I learned working in corporate America, being around too many people that actually didn't necessarily get along, but we ain't finna lose no money, money. <laughs> because of that. You know what I'm saying? Now, if, it think, if it's anything like unethical, I know this person here beats on this or mm-hmm. molest or rape that. No, that's hands off. Right. But because you got a funky attitude, you don't speak when you come in the room and all that. Yeah, we, we, we are not finna lose this do money. That from, bottom line. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. No, we're going to do that. And um, I think a lot of times people, you know, move with emotions. Mm-hmm. You know, they figure out this and I can't do that. And, you know, because I got this person, the president and stuff, I'm not going to do it. And I, I just want to pose this person challenge to everyone to try to be as active as possible with trying to learn who your local politicians are. You know, from, you know, city, county, and state level and everything, especially in the state of Georgia. Because I think most people have no clue of what's going on and um, what could be done and everything. And they'll just say, well, hey, this, that, and that. Look, man, that ain't, you ain't got to look that far. I know I had a conversation with my county commissioner in the gym, and he's trying to explain to me about potholes on Jonesboro Road. <laughs> like, I give a fly about <laughs> Potholes on Jonesboro Road. Right, right. Man. That was the sheriff guy. Yeah. Well, it wasn't. It wasn't potholes. He was talking to him about why is everybody? Why are your sheriff's pulling everybody over about their tag light? When the last time you looked at your tag light? <laughs> well, 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 they can make up a little cockamamie lie about that. Well, you know this, that, and that, and everything. But this joke here straight up told me about I'm, I'm adding fixing the potholes. And you know, anybody know Clayton County man got a lot to, for 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 Clayton to be that close to the airport and have so much promise. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think yeah. we're we're probably probably major lag behind most of the counties in Metro Atlanta mm-hmm. in terms of quality of life, business, and stuff like Clayton that coming County out there. Is big, though. Clayton County is big, but we're definitely not. Issues. Well, uh, well, well, they had issues. They had issues over ten years ago. So that's what I'm saying. Was that? They trying to, and they debating it. But at the end of the day, I'm just saying there are things they're trying to do. But I'm just saying there's just so much further from a quality of life standpoint. Now, it'll be Clayton County. If I lived, I'm a proud resident. But I say all this to say again that a lot of times people just not, they're not realistic or know who they need to be pointing a finger at mm-hmm. or sometimes giving unjust credit to certain things. So I just want to pose that challenge to, to everyone to make sure that you're being as proactive as possible to know who was going on. Not necessarily, because I, I had a conversation with uh, uh, someone close to me, you know what I'm saying, you know, my son, mm. and, and he was just was talking about it, well, how do I know who to vote, I don't know who these people are, and I'm like, how the F you don't know? Right. Stop sticking your head in the sand. Right. Find out. <laughs> Why don't you know? Why don't you know? Mm-hmm. Why don't you know who's going on? This person can affect your life for the next four years. Right. This person can, you know, to your point, you just said, authorize the police officer to pull you over mm-hmm. for tag lights. Right. This person can authorize, you know what I'm saying, your, your, your liquor going, getting taxed another, you know, eight or nine cents or whatever. Mm-hmm. This person can authorize, you know, your kids, you know, uh, 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 schools and stuff adjusting and losing this kind of money. You need to know who that yeah, is. Right. You have Uh, that was it, pothole posse and 
I'll make you you remember that? I make you proud. I remember that. I make you proud. Oh my god. Uh-huh. I make you proud. That what, that's what she said. Yeah, I make you proud. Cousins got all that money. You ain't seen, you ain't seen no black contractors getting nothing that whole time and stuff like that, Who man. No cousins, cousins property. Cousins property. Cousins property. Come on now. When I first got here. Cousins got all that money and everything. Cousins property. Black, cousins new market. Black contractors weren't getting nothing and all that kind of stuff, man. Come on now. Right. You know, people don't want to sit here and talk about it and everything like that. You know, look, you know, it, it was just, whoo, boy. That had, well, that had a backdoor Jody. <laughs> and those are the kind of things, again, we sit here and look about it is we, we, that's primarily stuff like that where you turn a blind eye to local stuff and you really you put people down in positions that, uh, I don't want to say they have your, uh, your best interest. Or any, they have interest. Right. And yeah. at the end of the day, because you didn't scrutinize them, mm-hmm. you know, that's on you. It ain't that they doing nothing illegal mm-hmm. or anything. It's just you just didn't ask the right question. Right. You just like what you saw. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And and that's black people. We're bad about that. Yeah. We're bad about you know what I'm saying being realistic about you know what certain things are being aware because you know we don't want to be accountable with that. Right. You know well, and everything. Say we ain't know, right? Yeah, well, it's, it's easy a, to say we didn't know. Oh uh, man, I hear that shit all the time. Well, I didn't know. I didn't know. Well, how the hell you don't know? Right. Yeah, it's hard for me to hear that. It's hard for me to hear that. Right. My children will tell you, I get to cuss about that. I didn't know. What the fuck do you mean you don't know? <laughs> I'm talking about my 10-year-old. We right. know. You don't tell me you don't damn know. Right. I can roll with say, Dad, I, I looked, I couldn't find Mind it. it. Right. But I don't know now. And But you know why? That's a defense mechanism. Mm-hmm. People say, well, I didn't know who that person, who is that, who are that. Shit, you find everything else out. Mm-hmm. You find out who got to sell on Nikes and you all that kind of stuff. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you find out. You find out what WAP is at a learn early age. Yeah. You lose that election real, uh, real quick. You ain't got that WAP. <laughs> I know. No, she don't. No. <laughs> yeah. mm. Don't vote for her. You're right. No, definitely not. Mine's is walking. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this is a. <laughs> this is Mr. Short Dollar. You're welcome to the Dollar Hour. We're talking about uh, how does the fe- uh, president affect your pockets. Uh, tonight again, it's, I'm Deontay Burry, Mr. Short Dollar himself. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel, Mr. Short Dollar, where we talk about personal finance, business, entrepreneurship, and real estate investing. You make sure you can follow us on both um, YouTube, Facebook under Mr. Short Dollar, uh, what is that? Uh, Majestic Biz One on IG, and Mr. Short Dollar on uh, TikTok as well, and everything. Majestic Biz on uh, Twitter as well. As always. We look at the, the YouTube page, and I try to do a good job of we keep putting the links on and everything so you can follow us on all the different social media platforms. Again, tonight's show, we're talking about um, what does the, how does a, a president affect your pockets? And that, that's one of the things, you know, again, we, we had Thursday. Had this shit, have had this ever went this long before? Yeah. yeah. And what election? Nah, yeah. Yeah, for election. Oh yeah, Bush and uh, uh where they go? Go, go and everything. I get it. And go just quick. Look at that! Look at that! Bringing yeah. out the genius in us. See, look at I that. Five folks to be smart. Ah, <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. But you know, even with that, 
But you know, even with you know with, with, with the situation with Gore and everything like that, you know, that, at least that's why I, I can't get Trump a little credit. Mm-hmm. You know, you at least go down swinging and everything. But that was definitely man, and they definitely vowed you know to let that kind of stuff go on again. But I, I just wanted this conversation because people have really went in. We got to get this person in, and I ain't saying we don't. But at the end of the day, regardless of who you get in pre- as the president, how is that going to affect you? Get up. At, at the end of the day, because I, work. yeah, because, you know, again, you know, the average person, let's say you're 40 years old, you done went through what, 10, 12 presidencies? Mm-hmm. And damn, if you ain't really made no major damn strides, we kind of went through that assumption. <laughs> regardless, it doesn't make a damn difference. You know. You you really have you know from 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 a social standpoint you're gonna have to bring a person in that can be able to mediate uh, a lot of stuff and everything because I think you don't have some wounds that have been opened up that I don't think gonna be healed quickly so you got to bring somebody in that's gonna be able to have some kind of skills to kind of mediate everything to, you know to get that way but I don't know um, uh, I don't know how to do it that's why I wouldn't even think about running for no particular position like that uh, I um. I, I think that we're at a funny spot where because the way the world is going this way, you know, in regards to just with the pandemic, has got so much, a big effect on everything. Mm-hmm. But we, in a spot from a technological and business aspect, things are brimming so much. And if the U.S. doesn't take advantage of certain things, especially we start talking about real 5G technology mm-hmm. going in and stuff like that with Yahweh and everything, and then we talk about the things that China is able to do, and even with Europe and stuff, we can actually get knocked back as a superpower right. because everybody else is prime. So if we don't get on top of stuff with the pandemic, if we don't get on top, especially the stuff with, with us from an education standpoint, and we can dig a hole for ourselves yeah. and stuff like that. The education the, part is where you really need to be because, I mean, China is way ahead of us in education. I'm sorry to say it. I'm sorry to say it. They are way ahead of our children when it comes to education. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm gonna say this, Lab. You're absolutely right with that, but it, it, it's the kind of education. Mm-hmm. The thing of it is, you know, I think I talked about it before. You know, I got a finance degree, mm-hmm. and you know, and it's good we had this conversation. Um, and you said we have, I got a finance, a bachelor in finance, and a master in supply chain, so both numbers degrees. And I say this to say most of the people that were in my class were either Asians or Indians, mm-hmm. and they walk in calculators. Right. And you're right. I mean, you'll see something. I can, like I said, I can figure any math problem out. I just need a little time. The issue of it is they have no damn social skills. So, again, they're like, they're always going to be pigeonholed in analysts, surveyors, you know what I'm saying? So, again, they got this and stuff like that, but at the end of the day, they don't have that kind of the social skills and soft skills to do it. They have some people to do it, but they're far and few between. They're not, Mm -hmm. you know, again, working in groups and working – so my question is, 
substance is, I get what you're saying, but you're talking about a preacher living, big living, not necessarily rich, but living comfortably. So, do I learn now and get the best education to be socially awkward now, and then get the social skills later as I'm living comfortably? You get what I'm saying? Because they ain't gonna get it. They ain't gonna get it. They don't like talking or whatever. Because I think, and this is my opinion. I think social skills are okay. Social skills are great. I think they work fine. I have nothing against social skills. I think when it comes to our children is that they have so many social skill things going on that it outweighs the education part. That's what the, 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 that's a fair point. Yeah. But I at mean, the end, you can be sociable. That's great. But if you don't have any focus on education, whereas because you're you're sociable, but your sociable is becoming more and more a part of your. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's like it's becoming the top and the education part is becoming the bottom. So you have to figure out a way to manage them both to where education and social stays on the same level. level. And with internet and all that stuff, everything, outside, inside influences, all that stuff, the social skills for our children sometimes be, becomes the the, uh, the bread. You know what I'm saying? And then, I, I you agree. know what I'm saying? It, it just, it, it's not, it, it overtakes the education. I, I agree with that, but the issue come up is, let's take social media, let's take all that stuff out of the equation. I'm talking about basically dealing with a person. Right. I mean, we're talking about a lot of people, you know, for the majority, they barely don't even want to work, they want to work just by themselves. We're talking about just straight up, hey, just talking to lab. I ain't talking about you on, a, you on Facebook, Snapchat mm-hmm. all day long. We're talking about just having to deal with a person. Right. We're talking about a vast, yeah, a vast majority of people that are get, that can sit in a damn cubicle for 15 damn hours and don't, you know, just take urine breaks. Right. And I'm just like, nah. <laughs> nah. And I, this is all you can nah. usually on dates with each other. Somebody right here, somebody right here. This is all they do. You know. Mm-hmm. But, but that, but that's, but that's the world today, put that, though. Put that phone down. But that's the world. That's what I'm saying. That's the world today. That's why I'm saying that that's being, that's, Regardless of how the social social has happened, to them that's social. So you have to. I don't think them being on the phone like that is an education problem or or no social skills problem. I think that's a more of a tech, too too social problem. You it's too social, so education has to be above that uh, just a little bit. But you know what's funny about that lab? To that point, I just read last week Google is going to start not requiring degrees. They're going to have assessment tests to see where you fall in skill level. So again, that's the thing to think about. It maybe the thought process is now sometimes education isn't as valuable. Right, and a lot, of, and a lot, of, a lot, of, a lot of people I mean, can know social skills. Talk to <laughs> yeah, he'll talk, he'll talk to the death. Yeah, he will. yeah, a lot of companies are doing that though. Apple is saying the same thing. They're saying that they're gonna not focus on so much on degrees and and focus on just because they say a lot of times people are intelligent, but they don't go to school. You get what I'm saying? They can code and do all that stuff because they sit at, at home and do it all day, but they just don't want to go to school because they don't like school. You get, like we talked about kids not testing well. School is not what's, what's there for them, but they can put a cute computer together, take it apart, code it, make 17 websites in 15 seconds, all that. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. From scratch. Yeah, I think about meaningless work. Mm-hmm. So, and they in school yeah. for, they teach them how to code and even numbers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, Yeah, the, yeah, how to, how to make, um, you know, 
economic school. Well, see, here's the deal about it, and that's the thing about it. You want to have the kids as equipped as possible, and, you know, and again, I'm a firm believer in whatever they can take in, give it to them. The issue going to come up is that regardless of, you know, what you know or what you know, it's going to come down to who you know. Who you know. And no matter how skilled it is and everything, and I'm a firm believer in that because it's a lot of times I'm just speaking from personal experience. I got degreed up. See how that's the white folk for well, this, that, I and that. So I'm degreed up. Degree. I um, I I I'm I'm degreed up too, and I can tell you two or three of the jobs that I didn't got that was good jobs because I knew somebody. Yeah, they didn't even look at the degree. You get what I'm yeah. saying? <laughs> they was like, oh Lee, hey, how you doing? You hired. Well, 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 well that's how it is in, in, in a lot of situations, you know. And I think, especially you know, in, in, you know, and, and that can be just any job. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, you know. I, uh, I know how we can look at trends and start in, in regards to some places not requiring this, requiring that. I still think we're still going to go back to those relationships and everything. That's why we, you know, I'm talking about tonight's show in regards to how does the president affect your pocket. I think people put too much weight in regards to, I think he can, they can affect maybe a livelihood with certain things and some of the decisions they can make. But the everyday things that you can and can't do, I don't think the re- president has that kind of impact on what you can and can't do. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, I just think that uh, if people, you know, you take, you know, honestly sit here and assess, okay, am I trying the best for me or whatever? Or, you know, I could have did this different. I could have did, you know, these these things better. They may see a difference. Mm-hmm. But if you sit there and say, well, I can't do this because of Trump or whatever like that, you know, you got your damn mind. Mm-hmm. If you're going to make money, you're going to make things happen in your life, you're going to do it regardless of who the president is because you're going to be less concerned with it. You're more concerned than making that money. You're more concerned with making that thing happen. Than who the president is. Exactly. Yeah, it's gonna be legal and also gonna be highly taxed and be very proper for the mm-hmm. government too. So I mean that's the thing about it. So again, that's gonna push what. Now the drug, the 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 drug dealers are gonna have to just sell, you know, incense and papers. You know what I'm saying? Well, again, look at the flip side of it. Is. Can we make more money? What's gonna be more beneficial to uh, uh, taxing uh, these drugs or seeing and try to house and all these dang folks up? You know, we arrested. You don't. Drugs. You don't know the the. the see, you talking about the making the taxes off the drugs. We're talking about the cure. The more money is going to be made on the cure to get, to get you off the drugs that they're going to put you on. Right. Oh, they sure. can tax the drugs. The, that's cool. But the comeback right. is what's going to get you. The cure? Yeah. How you going to get off of it? Uh, uh, like the cigarette patches? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so they're going to get you three ways. They're going to get you on the taxes when they get to you. They're going to get you on the taxes when they kill you. And they're going to get you on the taxes when they off you little... Uh, Nicorette gums. Yeah, but that's the thing about it. Just, I mean, outside of you have some kind of celebrity, and I don't even think most of them. I think most of them are just faces for some of these, you know, cannabis organizations and stuff like they put their name on it. Somebody else is is owning it. Um, what we fall in the grand scheme of things, and you know, the places where they made marijuana legal outside of to get cheap weed. No we go visit Denver or something like that. And that's the kind of thing we got to see. I don't think. I don't think. I don't think if all the all the 
all of the um, I forget what they call those things, the specialties. I don't, I don't, I don't think we own any of them. Yeah, we don't. They only got in Colorado, Oregon, wherever it's all legal, Nevada. I don't think we own any dispensary. No, now, we don't. no, we don't own any. I mean, some people may, may part black okay. folks. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I think those, uh, people, those places make millions of dollars a, a, a week or something. Like, you know what I'm saying? Let me let me read this. Uh, got Matt Austin saying I'm stepping in another realm. I'm sorry. <laughs> and they say we don't got the president. Yeah, sorry. My, sorry. my girl, my girl, my girl, Avery Shaw said white supremacy group are now threatening to harm black men. Well, baby girl, I, I don't think they're now doing. It. I think they've been doing it for a while. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, they just done took them sheets off. Right. And everything. <laughs> you know. Yeah, and everything. I, you know what though, I. I I say this to say this, say that is that this world is going to be full of people that don't necessarily like you. And at the end of the day, I ain't never had a problem. You know, just say this. The problem I have with the Klan and you all that kind of stuff is going to be when, you know, they can oppress you or this, that, and that. And I'm about to say, I ain't want to come out and say, I don't have a problem with them. But you know where they at. Mm-hmm. Everybody ain't going to like you. Right. You lose a lot when you don't know who they are when they supervise and everything like that. And again, everybody ain't gonna like you. But at the end of the day, I gotta be realistic. If when people see the marching and that, this is what we gotta sit here and just, this is why I think Trump had a very crazy impact on both sides. Do I think the people can ride around with a Trump 2020 flag, you know, and do that stuff? Yeah, they pay taxes too. Right. Just like we can sit here and do everything else. Yeah. And people gotta get back to respecting each other. People lost respect for each, each other. other. You know what I'm saying? I ain't got to like them. I can hate that this person is doing this. But, again, I got to respect they doing this. You know what I'm saying? I can't tear their stuff down. They can't tear my stuff down. They pay taxes just like I do. Right. Now, I hope that Kamala is going to be a checks and balances for Biden. I hope that that happens. That's how I want it. I don't know. She might not do no more than he do. I think at the end of the day, I think she's short. But at the end of the day, I think that. Uh, um, uh, you know, you're going to have, you know, he, he uh, Joe Biden, you know, he's talking about, you know, he's probably outside of Hillary Clinton, probably the most skilled, most, uh, not skilled, uh, experienced person for that position. Uh-huh. You know, he's diplomatic, you know, that stuff. He knows how world relations goes, econ- you know, economy and everything. I think she's sharp. I think they're going to add a lot to each other. I think, uh, you know, again, when you're dealing with politicians, Hell, all of them going to have some kind of live swing or pivot because you got to rob Peter PayPal, make things happen. They just dealing. I mean, I, I, I learned a lot watching, you know, a lot of stuff dealing in county governments over the years and stuff like that. Not to the federal level, but that's just how that goes. But uh, do I think she's going to be the super sister making stuff happen, this, that, and that? Nah, I think she a politician. You know what I'm saying? She's going to do what politicians do. Yeah, 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 yeah. He just chopped pop George Tiger. Oh, yeah. yeah, but you know, again, you know, you know, she's a. At the end of the day, you know, most times you get to that level as a politician, you ain't poor, right? You know what I'm saying? So it's not like you know, again, we. Oh yeah, yeah. What, what, well, you think about it. You know, she's been a DA and all that kind of stuff again. So you know, you. you I, I, 
do I think she's going to bring checks? You know, to your point about bringing the checks and balances and stuff, I think they'll balance out. I think they'll balance out. I, um, uh, I, I think I'm probably a little bit late, uh, going a little bit more with Mayor Pete. You, you know what I'm saying? Because I just thought there was just somebody that wasn't, you know, f- you know, for me with the uh, 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 with DC, mm-hmm. they gonna have some fresh ideas and stuff like that and everything. Mm-hmm. I, that was just it because that I think what well, the thing uh, I looked at with with, with with Kamala Harris, you you know, you getting two people that's been in there too long mm-hmm. and everything. And I thought you just get somebody in with some fresh ideas and right. stuff like that. Right. That's how I was looking at it. Oh oh oh, Michael Yang, you know what I'm saying? Just somebody with some. Hey, there's some fresh ideas. Let's try it and see. Yeah, exactly. That's that's how I was kind of looking at it. With the status quo. Yeah, and be honest with you, I think that's what Trump did. Well, how he got beat all the Republicans out because they had been used to the same thing. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes you just need something different in. I think it would've been perfect with a person that been in for a minute, like Biden, and get somebody who ain't been in there. Oh, wow. They kind of just like, okay, cool. Let let's see what's what. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's how I kind of thought of it and everything. Not that she was. She isn't deserving, but it just kind of be thinking outside, you know, just thinking out like, yeah, with that and everything. But hell, and that could have been her being the president, running for president, you know, with her running for it. Her, uh, uh, nah, what's my man, uh, uh, Cory Booker? You know what I'm saying? He's able to, like, with been running or something like that. And we got somebody else and everything. You know, I think pretty much everybody was kind of like even killed. It just depends on who you thought was the coolest mm-hmm. and everything like that at, at that particular time. Um, I don't know enough about him to make an opinion on and everything to be totally honest. Uh, be totally honest with you. Um, I think that uh that position right there because uh it was a fill in, and they only had the politics again for what two or three months. Mm-hmm. You know, after John Lewis died and stuff like that. But I don't know enough about him uh, to make an opinion uh, about him. You know, I don't go to the church and everything like that. You know, everybody do the same thing. I've had this kind of upbringing, and I did this, that, and everything. He messed me up with that damn shirt and them jeans picture and everything. Like, <laughs> man, come on now. Come on now. And yeah, yeah, yeah. But you got to do what you got to do and everything. But I don't know enough, to be totally honest with you. You know me, I be real. I don't, if I don't know nothing about you, I don't, I don't really get too tough into that with everything and stuff. So, what politics? Maybe one day, maybe one day. You know, right now I gotta make sure I get all them skeletons out of my closet, <laughs> get the graveyard. Huh? <laughs> maybe one day and everything and stuff like that. You know, I'm cool. You know, everything. I get probably get one more kid out of my house. And we'll, be, we'll, we'll, we'll look at doing something like that then and everything. Um, but I, right now, I just leave it to the people that, mm-hmm. that's doing it. Hopefully, they do the best and kind of go with that with everything. Man, it's been a real cool show. We had a real cool show. Good good conversation. Let me tell y'all what we did before I get ready to get off air. Tim, you got the homework. Oh, oh, yeah. Uh, he changed his whole attitude when he found out about the HBCUs about Trump. He like, yeah, we got to get him out of there now because – he see he saw that a lot of the stuff that he thought that Trump had did was actually what Obama had did previously. It was just that it started to be active now while Trump was in office. He was for Trump. Oh, he was yeah. He was <laughs> oh, he went to um. It was Seattle. 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 He was in the cab, and he said he was in the he was like oh say like he was in the cab and 
they was arguing about the, you know, first the guy tried to tell him $35 or $25. He told him $35, I think it was. Then he said, uh, well, you know, let's get this price straight. You know what I mean? Like, so the po- cab driver called the police on him. And so he said the cab driver told the police, oh, yeah, and he black. So he like, hey, what the fuck? You know, you trying to get me fucked up out here. Hey, and hey, well, that's what he said. You yeah. told me the same way. I know. Don't listen to you. <laughs> so he said, you trying to get me messed up out here. And then he said, but ain't you black? And he said, the cab driver told him, no, I'm African. <laughs> Just in case you forgot. Yeah, I'm African. I ain't black. I'm African. Mm. Yeah, like I don't know nobody out here. Like if I was on Westlake and some some, I'd tell him to call the police. But I'm out here. I don't know nobody. I know. I didn't know he was a Trump supporter. What? I I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Well, uh, and I think most people, especially us that are Trump supporters, it's money related Mm -hmm. more than anything than than ethics and everything. And again, I never knock nobody how they feel and stuff like that because I'm always pushing people to take advantage of you know just. This whole process and everything, but that's why I want to ask you how that conversation today. Just you know how uh, uh, how, how does the president really affect your pocket? Because I think people get too much credit on things they don't necessarily need to get credit to. Excuse me, I really don't try to find out as much as they can. So I hope with our conversation we kind of shed a lot of light uh, on everything, and also I want to you know get that personal challenge to everybody to find out who your local politicians are, your city councilman. Yeah, your 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 state representative, your um, you know, yeah, your police chief, and all that kind of stuff. The folks that don't be on TV, you know. So I just want to make sure that everyone really takes an initiative to kind of get as educated as possible about that. Because again, like we we discussed, I think they impact your daily life more than anybody on Capitol Hill. Okay. Mm-hmm. Again, this is Deontay Burton, aka Mr. Short Dollar. Self, make sure you subscribe to. Uh, Mr. Short Dollar on YouTube and Facebook on the Mr. Short Dollar. Uh, same thing on the TikTok. Follow us at Majestic Biz One on uh, Instagram and Majestic Biz on Twitter. Again, tonight's show we're discussing how did the president affect your pockets. Listen, I want to tell you guys thanks so much again for for checking out the show. Appreciate the support. The show's been growing like crazy. Make sure you join the email list so you can stay updated on the different products and things we got coming down the pike. Love you guys. Take care of yourself. Be safe out there, and I'll see you guys in a few weeks. Well, next week. Yo, let me stop when I say in a few my weeks. Bad. What I mean, <laughs> what I mean by that next week will be changing live host by your truly Deontay. But we rotate right. and everything. So, Mr. Short Dog will be back in a couple weeks. But again, check me out. Changing live next week. We've got another awesome show planned for you guys. Then, take care. Love you guys, and see you. See you soon. <laughs>